Woodchuck. Letty with the tip from out high, not on goal. Barzell, Letty again. He scores! Nick Letty. And the Islanders lead 2-1. And the New York Islanders with two late goals in the third period win 4-2, drop their magic number to 8 to clinch a playoff spot. Richard Ponick now is the sixth shooter for the Coyotes. Ponick in on Blackwood. Two-on-one back the other way. Nieves across the ice. Brian Stone to Nieves. Wonderful save. Still a loose puck, they score! After that tremendous save, Ryan Strom tucked the puck into the side of the net, and the New York Rangers have defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs 2-1. And Brooklyn comes in and beats the Lakers. They were clutched down the stretch. 111-106. You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tri-State Sports Be on Anchor FM. Nick and Joe back at it again. Hiya. What's going on, guys? I uh, hope you guys are enjoying March Madness as we are right now. We are watching Buffalo with Texas Tech and Duke UCF are at halftime right now. Oh, the volume. That's the volume button. <laughs> My bad. Um, we don't have much to talk about today because... Um, not too much news. There's not much news. But we do have a little bit of breaking news. I'm not going to insert the music, though. But, <laughs> but, Rob Gronkowski has officially retired from the NFL. Goodbye, Gronk Slam. Oh. Oh. Um, I'm kind of happy about it. Oh, kind of? As, as, as a Jets fan? Kind of. I mean... I guess that Jamal Adams hit really took a toll on him this year. Oh, I guess so. Must have been. Um, but from a professional football perspective, one of the best tight ends to ever play. Correct. Catching, receiving, and blocking tight ends. Career stats for Gronk. 512 receptions, 7,800 yards, 76, um, as long as, I guess, as long as play average, 76 yards. Not bad. And um, 79 career touchdowns. Obviously, he was paired with one of the best quarterbacks to play the mm-hmm. game. Yep. So, I mean, that obviously didn't hurt his stats. Um, but he was just, he was just an all around amazing tight end mm-hmm. that he really could do just about everything he including entertain the fans he was a guy and it, it, it's weird he was a guy that teams had to really prepare for and had to have a whole game plan around just the energy he brought but the thing about and that's what i'm going to get to the thing about gronk is off the field he was he was never your prototypical patriot player no. And I think he's more, I, I don't want to say he's more known for his off the field antics, if you want to say, or his off field personality. Mm-hmm. But players that play for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots don't normally act like Gronk does. No. Or They're normally they, very, very conservative, very yeah. quiet, don't go out in public, don't really talk to the media. But Gronk, I think if Gronk were, no matter where he ended up playing, whether it was, yeah. I don't know, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, wherever. He would, that would have been the same guy you were going to get, even if, you know, same guy you would have gotten in New England. Mm-hmm. It was just fun to watch. Even, I mean, obviously we saw this past year with the, the parade and everything. Mm-hmm. 
him on one of the floats. He just, just loves to have a good time. And he's just his own guy. He's just hilarious. I loved I loved watching him in the uh against other teams. <laughs> uh, well yeah, against other teams, but also in interviews. Like the, yeah, he was, the pre-game interview for the Super Bowl. It was hilarious. Yeah, on media day. He was, he was hilarious. Just, he's like, oh, I don't, yeah. he would just say he's the just most big, ridiculous things. He's just a big goofball. Yeah, a big goofball, big teddy bear. I'm glad the Jets won't have to worry about him anymore. Correct. I'm very, very happy about that. But ultimately, Gronk should still be playing, but just so injury-riddled. Such uh-huh. an injury-riddled player. Even and it's this, unfortunate. Even, even this season, he didn't play – hundred percent right. of the time. And it's unfortunate because he'll be another one of those players that I remembered <coughs> more for not being on the field. But when he was on the field, it was the, one of the most impactful tight ends in NFL history. Correct. But unfortunately, he'll be remembered for being too injury riddled and his career ended too soon, unfortunately. But I'm glad as a Jeff fan, we don't have to go up against him twice a year anymore. I'm sure the Patriots will find something else. I mean, they're the Patriots, let's be real. So. Rob Gronkowski officially retire, retiring from the NFL. Is he the best tight end of all time, in your opinion? Um, From what I've seen, probably. But comparing... I mean, you Thomas. have you also have um, Antonio Gates, which always made a huge impact. Antonio Gates. I, in my opinion, Tony Gonzalez is the best tight end ever Gonzalez, played. Yes. Tony Gonzalez. Yep. But... I'm, and I'm sticking with that, but Gronk is definitely up there, too. He's got to be 1B or, or second. If you ask me, and that's coming mm-hmm. from a Jeff fan. Cause I've seen what he's done. You know, everybody's seen what he could do, but the fact that he was able to manage and manage to have fun in Bill Belichick's, um, I don't know, Bill Belichick's environment. Cause they're not really known in new England for having fun. And Gronk just always had fun. So that's, I, that's what I really liked about Gronk, but, and teams would just have nightmare. Like team would have nightmares trying to cover him and trying to game plan for him. And even if you did game plan for him, you can't you can't predict what he's going to do. He would do something else. If you game planned against his his uh catch and run, mm-hmm. he would block. The thing about if you it, like it, it was just ridiculous how versatile he was. The other thing about Gronk is the guy's not that fast. No. But and he runs somehow, super awkward too. But somehow I've always said that. I, I you know I remember watching jet games and he'd catch a he'd catch a ball in the open field I'm like why can't anybody catch this guy very deceptively fast uh-huh. for for a guy that hauls ass that used to haul ass you watch highlights of him just running in open field he looks awkward he looks like an offensive lineman running down the field yeah, yeah but I feel like later in his career his blocking really really improved and he was he was very impactful for the Patriots on the offensive line when they had to, when you know when he had to block especially for a team that didn't have a huge run game either. Right. Exactly. And running back by committee. I mean, granted Sony Michelle, when they gave him the ball, he was just absolute magic in a bottle, yeah. but now uh, Gronk will definitely be missed. I mean, the Patriots fans will definitely miss him. I mean, he's probably one of their most electric weapons they've had ever. Maybe could be ever could be ever. ever. Maybe since Randy Moss, maybe, but yes, for you Patriots fans out there, I don't feel bad for you, but, um, <laughs> But for football, it's you know it's not it's it's I wouldn't say it's depressing, but it's a it's a you know you hate to see a talent like Gronk retire a little too early. But I feel on that. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So Gronk, Rob Gronkowski is no more. Good what? luck to him in his retirement. Oh yeah, he'll definitely I mean, be like 
I definitely see him being a professional wrestler or a movie <laughs> star or something. He's he's gonna do something. Uh, yeah, I could see it. He's, go, he's definitely gonna it. do something. And you know what? Who knows? People might remember him later on in life more for what he does after football. Correct. Yeah. Like you, Michael, see, like, you see the Rock Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne, a professional wrestler. Yeah. Are you? Changed over huge the movie star now. Even same thing with Michael Strahan. I mean, no, everybody knows Michael Strahan was one of the best Giants to ever play, one of the best defensive defensive linemen to ever play the game. But he's more known now for being on talk shows, being on Good Morning, Good Morning America. Yeah. So I definitely see Gronkowski having some kind of maybe. Maybe he'll impact. be an 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 NFL analyst. That would be something. That's who they need for Monday Night Football. Is Gronk? There you go. To ramp that up. There you go. Now. That's what there they. That's go. what they need. Could you imagine? Well, Jason Witten just just uh, came back to the NFL. Yeah. Maybe he could take his spot. Yo soy fiesta, Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's uh, funny? I was reading Gronk's stats can, here. Can you imagine Gronk calling a Jets game? That that would be conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> a Jets Giants game. Oh, Jets uh, Patriots game. Um, I was looking at Gronk's career touchdowns. Seventy nine career touchdowns. I feel like if he would have had ten less, that would have been like his favorite number because that's his favorite <laughs> number. So I mean, Gronk. I mean, you should have caught like, two less, ten less touchdowns. Just uh, saying, probably five of them were against the Jets. Let's be, let's be real. I'm but. sure more than five were <laughs> against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rob Gronkowski officially retiring from the NFL. Um, anything else football related? Um, I guess we could talk about this. I mean. The Jets are obviously open to shopping the number three pick, but they have been linked, or I wouldn't say guaranteed to pick, but likely to pick your boy, Josh Allen from Kentucky. I really hope so. They have been linked to him. They were just at his pro day the other day. Or, yeah, they were just at his pro day the other day. A report came out, I think, I believe it was Rich Samini from ESPN, saying that people around the league have been talking that the Jets are going to pick if, if they stay at three, they're going to pick Josh Allen. But we've also seen that the Jets are interested in moving moving that number three pick and linebacker Darren Lee, which I am totally on board for doing that. Your thoughts, Joe? I'm I'm fine with moving Darren Lee. We got yeah. Mosley. Um, if we and if we could keep that pick and move Darren Lee and get maybe like a third or fourth round pick, I'm okay with that too. I mean, you if we're still in a type of a rebuild uh phase mm-hmm. which it looks like we're kind of trying to come out of now oh absolutely um i mean a few more young players aren't going to hurt and like we've been saying this whole time mm-hmm. the, the draft is defensive heavy and it's going to spill out into the second and third rounds i guarantee it mm-hmm. you're going to find a few gems in this in this draft whether it's the Jets or if it's another team, you're, I feel like this draft is going to be a huge draft for like, the NFL in the future. I feel like this draft is going to be that one where you find a diamond in the rough and you're, then you're not surprised that he becomes a star. Yeah. But well, some other some other news in Jetland is that, which I didn't know, Jets went on a historic spending spree this free agency period. You know how much money they spent in free agency, Joe? $133 million. Ooh, wrong. It's actually $122 million. Oh, I thought I saw $122 million. Okay. But it's okay. Yeah, pretty close. We all have our sources. But do you feel it's money well spent, if you ask me? Money very well spent. Le'Veon Bell, CJ Mosley, 
Um, I'm for- totally forgetting somebody else. Totally. Assembly. Yes, Kalecha Assembly. Got to take in his contract from the trade. Uh, Jameson Crowder. But do you think this could uh, – now I hope it does not, but do you think this could kind of bite, re- bite the Jets in the ass, let's say, three years from now and put them in cap hell? I, you know, it could. Yeah, it could, but I mean, you have that with every team, and and they still I'm, have money to spend. I'm not going. Is... I'm not going to say that all three Bell, Crowder, Assembly, Mosley um, are all going to be star players on this team. Mm. You're, I mean, it just doesn't well, happen like they're that. They're already established players. They are. So you know what? You kind of know what you're getting with them. Correct. Correct. But God forbid something happens. Like, exactly. So, God forbid and, somebody gets hurt. And something always. It's this is the NFL. Somebody. Right. Always gets hurt. Somebody, somebody always performs less. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I don't want to look too far into the future, especially mm. with salaries, because anything can happen. Yeah. Um. We at when these guys' uh, contracts are up, we might be looking to trade them for something better. Oh, could be. Because how long was the Bell trade? Five years, correct? The the Bell signing. Bell signing. Four That's right. Years. Was it four years? Yes. So in four years, he's going to be what thirty? Uh, I believe he's twenty six now. Thirty one. Uh, yeah, 30, 30, 31. So thirty or thirty one. So at thirty years old, as a running back in the league, you're kind of on that downward downward hill. Mm-hmm. So do you look to trade him at that point? Well, I mean. We just signed the guy, so let's not get ahead of Well, him. no, I'm just saying you're looking but I'm just saying in case, looking into the future, you you think of these things. Right. And then then you also have to think about this too. With all that money going to these free agent players, then you gotta think about, okay, you have to pay Jamal Adams. You mm-hmm. have to pay Marcus May, maybe. And you definitely have to pay Sam Darnold the next year after that. So the Jets are I think if you ask me, the Jets are currently in win now mode. I would believe so. not totally, not so. totally because they have a young quarterback, so they don't win right away. You know, they have that cushion there where you know our quarterback's still young, but now he's got weapons. You know, we've been praying and hoping that the Jets surround weapons, surround Sam Darnold with weapons. They have most definitely done that. Jamison Crowder returning Robbie Anderson for another year, Quincy Anunua for four more years. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. So did you see something? No, it was a stat you you threw out before What's with that? the with the seventy nine uh, touchdowns for. Oh. <laughs> well, I I looked it up, and he scored nine touchdowns on the Jets. Oh, so if he didn't score any touchdowns on the Je- against the Jets and one, one less, less somewhere else, else, he could have had his favorite number. Wow, nine. Touchdowns. Just saying, Grant, nine you, t- you really, nine touchdowns against the Jets. You really screwed in yourself. his career. In his career, wow. twelve against the Bills. Okay, so we're not that bad. We're second most on his list, though. But the Bills are number one, tied with the Dolphins. Hey, at least he's in which the makes sense. We they play yeah, them makes, twice. Yeah, every that, season, obviously so. that makes the most sense. But are you concerned that the Jets are paying all these players? I know it's not a concern, you know, right now or next year or maybe even the year after that. But when these contracts are starting to expire, when Mosley's got one more year left, when Bell's got another year left, and then you still got to pay, you have to pay. I think it's crucial the Jets have to pay Jamal Adams. Mm -hmm. Absolutely crucial they have to pay Sam Darnold the year after that. So 
I don't know. That's me thinking forward. I like the. I love these signings now. I could not be happier with what they did. Yeah. Could not be happier. With I what mean, they did. NFL teams, big time NFL teams. How do you think? How do you think uh, the Steelers had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. Shazier when he was still playing? Right. You know what I mean? How do you think it, well, now? I think, Juju now. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, Juju. They, most yeah, of those still, guys he's still in their rookie contract. Yeah, but, I think Antonio Brown at that time was on his first contract because then first regular. First regular contract, yeah. not his rookie contract, obviously. So, I mean, they figured... Le'Veon Bell was looking, was just ending his rookie contract. Yeah. Shazier was still on a rookie contract, and Juju's on his rookie contract right now. So, the Steelers had, they had cheap options. You know, they weren't paying yeah. their guys a ton of money, except for Antonio Brown. But they're going to have, you know, the Steelers going to have to pay Juju. But that's what I'm saying. You have to pay your star players. Yeah. Which maybe is why they unloaded. Maybe. But... Again, this is but they that's paid like something for, the Jets did pay for star players. Yeah. So Yeah. But so, I'm I mean, saying it could be that win now mentality, and then you look at maybe they go and take the Patriots um idea where you tell these players, look, we're in the winning mentality now. We've mm-hmm. won X amount of championships. We're always right there. Mm-hmm. Like you could take a pay cut. And yeah. and be able to win a championship. But I think that's, I think that's because a championship different. and a championship comes with a bonus, right? But I think that's different, just because of what the culture is, isn't? Well, yeah, yeah, right. But that's saying right now, right? But every team starts somewhere. But you do understand that building that culture takes years. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. But we're talking about you. Right, right. But it's going to be a while, but it's going to be a long time probably before the Jets are even like I know. considered a top organization to go to. I mean, they might be, you know, who knows? Next free agency, I'm already talking about next free agency, but you know, you know. <laughs> we're not even out they of this could, one yet. They could, you know, now they have star power to say, hey, you're a free agent. Do you want to come here and win now? Yeah, absolutely. So. It's a know. possibility. It's, you, it really it all depends on what happens. None this of this season, really plays well. Yeah, none of that. Like none of the future stuff about paying. You know, the guys that are on their rookie contracts is a concern right now. I'm not going to concern myself with that yeah. now because they need to be concerned about getting this team together, winning football games. Now, just one more question about the Jets, and then we'll take a quick break. Do you are you concerned? With all this talent, that if Adam Gase doesn't perform up to standard. So, you look at this team right now, on paper, they're a 9-10, maybe 11-win team. Maybe. And the mandate is, I mean, I know there's no playoff mandate, according to Christopher Johnson, but now, you have a team on paper that is a playoff potential team. I didn't say contender, but they're a playoff potential team, Mm -hmm. I think. Am I wrong in saying that? No, I could see them hitting a wild card spot this yeah, year. Yeah, or I at least contending them, for one. Yeah, exactly. I think, but uh, but with all this money spent, $122 million of this money spent, if they're not contending for a wild card spot, it's a failure of a season. I'm not going to stand for 4-12, and 6-10, and 5-11 no. no. this year. Because you have 26-year-old Le'Veon Bell. You have... Uh, CJ Mosley, who was in his prime. You got all these players now in their prime. Now is the time. 
I mean, I I'm not. You're right. I it's it's a risk because they didn't they didn't take in all these super young players. They took in like you said, guys that players, are in their prime, players they're that are in their, in their prime, prime and know what they're doing. And when this off season first came around and and we fired bowl a uh, bowls and took in Gase, we thought it was going to be the start of a whole new like. Uh, rebuild which which it is but you but you're not taking in it's not the traditional way of doing it you're not you're not oh no because i think i think the jets started rebuilding when they drafted the quarter like before they drafted sam darnold yeah when they drafted sam darnold that's okay we have our quarterback you know the rebuild is now starting they gotta at the build top. around it. The rebuild is starting at the top we gotta move to the bottom give them weapons and make which, our defense which i lead. don't which i don't disagree about no with right i just Bringing in a whole new coaching staff to players that are established mm-hmm. with a quarterback that's not necessarily established. Mm-hmm. It's but a little risky. I am but I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't really a little concerned about the relationship between Bell and Adam Gase. Yeah. And I think that um Because Bell's like a I'm superstar. happy with it because of everything that happened in that interview with uh, Sports, Sports Illustrated. Illustrated, but at the same time, it's from the That's way he talk. was talking. That's yeah. The, talk. From the way he was talking, it kind of seems like he's expecting to be able to control things as much as Gase's. I mean, which is, it isn't bad if no. you let him, but you got to look on the, on I think Le'Veon... you got to look on Gase's end and see, is Gase willing to let, Bell do that. I think Le'Veon has established himself as a player that says, Hey, I like this. I think yeah. and that and he's only he's doing that as well to help out Sam Darnold as much as possible. Yeah. You know, we've heard Le'Veon. I'm excited to work with Sam. I want to be his his security blanket. I want to be the guy, you know, I want to be the guy that leads his team to good places. But with the with Adam Gase's personality and Le'Veon Bell's personality. That's why I was skeptical of the Jets bringing him here for one, but I'm very glad he's here. I'm very glad they got him on the cheap, you could say. But I don't know. I'm interested to see how this pans out, especially with all the personalities on the coaching staff. Joe Vitt, Greg Williams on the defensive side, him bringing the guy from Miami, his offensive assistant. I don't know. I'm very interested to see what happens. I, am I scared? Yes, but I am very optimistic as usual. The thing, as you, the every thing year. you gotta, you do have to remember is when Gase was in Miami, he was control. He had control of everything. everything. He had he had a say in so maybe fifty three man roster. Maybe it's good that he doesn't. Maybe oh, absolutely. Oh, we've said this before. Yeah, it's absolutely maybe, a good thing. And now that he has weapons to play with. Mm-hmm. It's it's Gase sort of should really only settle be, them in and be like, all right, this is uh, it. Gase needs to come in here and just coach football. And just worry he about needs winning to games. Just coach football. He doesn't. He shouldn't have to worry. Unfortunately, he might have to because of who Le'Veon Bell is, because of who some of these players are. He may have to worry about whether players like him or not, or what their opinions are of him. At the end of the day, he shouldn't because he's the head coach of the team. And that's that's going for anybody who's the, who would have been the head coach. Uh, you know, even if it was Matt Rule, Mike McCarthy, whoever, it would Cliff have been Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, it would have been the same thing. 
the relationship between the coaches and the players is important, but there has to be that line. We talked about that last week about player control and player, you know, how much power that players have. But it's nice to have a friendly, you know, a friendly bond between your players, but there has to be that line as well. Yeah. But I, I, I just I, hope again, the Jets realize that. Exactly. I hope they realize that they have to do that. Exactly. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about everything round two in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Update you on these scores right here. We got some NHL. And then, I don't know. We're just going to see what comes to us. Yeah. In the last, uh, we do have a little bit of other football news, but not necessarily NFL. Mm. Joe's been, it's just a little stat that I like to throw out there because he wants my friend Nick over here was very skeptical about. I still am about some stuff. There's no reason to be all hyped about it, but But we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, don't go anywhere, you guys. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Tri State Sports Beat. So let's get to it. College basketball. NCAA men's tournament. March so, Madness. What are we thinking about the second round so far? Um I'm not surprised with a lot of the teams yeah. that I am surprised on. right now, UCF. UCF is really making a run here. They're only down yeah. one against Duke yeah. with twelve minutes left. And we'll keep you updated on that as we go. But not a bunch of surprises here. UC Irvine has been the story right now of the tournament because of their upset win the other night. Uh, Wofford goes down against Kentucky. No mm-hmm. no shocker there. Uh, what else do we got? What else? Michigan over Florida. Yeah, it wasn't we really. We were. That. We had that one. Unfortunately, mm. Murray State yep. took let's, uh, let's a, touch on that, Joe, a, shall we? A 28-point loss let's, uh, let's talk about to that. FSU. Moving on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, Murray yeah, State, my no, my no, man, no. my team. Murray State for the tournament. You had them going to the Elite Eight, am I right? Yeah. yeah. In my one bracket, I they, that was my upset. Do you team. keep was... talk? You kept talking them up, but you can't even name one player on Murray State. Yeah, Jay Morant. Uh, John Morant. Good try. Ja, whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> um. No, but a big night for him. Twenty-eight points. Yeah, he's he's been the guy that carries Murray. He's been carrying Murray mm-hmm. State. That's what I was saying before. So I was trying to tell you. And an incredible, an incredible three-point shooter. Five for six. Yes, he's a very good three-point shooter. He's gonna go top three in the draft. There's no doubt about yeah. that. But they just I told you. I told you, Joe. Couldn't get them. He's one player and one play. Maybe except if you're Duke, but Duke has like no. They both. have like they have three. They have three, they have three four yeah. stars on that team. If you have one player in college basketball, you're not gonna. I don't know. It's, John Morant's a good player. I was. I hey, I was digging. I was digging. Yeah, you're digging. But right. other than that, not uh, much. I guess. I guess we should talk about. I guess we should talk about the local team going down first. Villanova against Purdue, eighty-seven sixty-one, a loss to the Boilermakers. Ouch. I told you too. Yeah. Yeah, Villanova. no, I had, I had, per- uh, yeah, but I had Purdue go keep right. Going. Well, yeah, we did, but Villanova, I didn't think they had a chance to really even make the Sweet Sixteen. I didn't, I, you know, they did beat St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. We could say that as many times as we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did. I knew they would go up against Purdue and just kind of lay an egg because it's just not. They were not the same team that they were that they have been. So then we had what else do we have? Gonzaga over Baylor. Yeah, Gonzaga. 83-71. Uh, Baylor kept it close. Gave him a little scare, but yeah. Gonzaga took care of business. So they're in the Sweet 16. Michigan State won by 10 won by 20 over 10-seeded Minnesota. Really good game. Yep. But here's a little bit of an upset. 
Auburn over number four seeded Kansas, 89-75. Is Auburn a real threat here? They did take down Kansas. They did. By 14. They did. Um, Is Auburn? They, all the, they, they've been playing good, obviously, because they've been winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know who they who would they play. They would play UNC. I give them a fighting chance. I mean, because I mean UNC, UNC today they, was in a close game in the first half. Yeah, against they Washington, up, they ended up breaking away, right? Yeah, they broke away, eighty-one yeah. oh, fifty-nine. Yeah, but the first, I'm sorry, the first half didn't look like they were going to break away. See, Auburn was one of the, like Auburn came in the tournament. They won the they won the SEC. They stole it away from LSU. But nobody really took them seriously. They beat New Mexico State. Yeah, they kind of expect them. But to go up against Kansas, who obviously Kansas has had a down year. They're a one. They're basically a one or top three seed every single year. They're a four seed going into this tournament. They had a down year in the in the Big Twelve Conference, who had a lot of competition. Iowa State, Oklahoma, um, Baylor. I guess you could say too. But Kansas and Kansas State too. But. Kansas wasn't at the top of their game this year. Bill Self and the Jayhawks just, I don't know. I didn't watch a whole lot of them this year, but I know just from the national attention that they didn't get, like they get every single year, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't there. And to be honest with you, I didn't know anybody that played at Kansas. So that tells you one one thing. So UNC-Auburn, potential upset alert here. I could, I mean... I, I would not be surprised if this game goes either way because Auburn's hot. Yeah. They won the SEC. Got to give them that. Got to give them that. It would be a And cool they beat upset. a very good Kansas team. It would team. be an awesome upset. I just still think that UNC is going to. For our bracket's sake, we have to have UNC. Overpower, yeah. But and another team to watch out for is Kentucky, too. Kentucky beat up on Wofford today like they, like they should. And they're going to go up against, I think they're going to go up against Houston. I'm not sure. I believe, oh no, because Ohio State plays Houston tonight, 840. Mm-hmm. So Kentucky will play the winner against that game. I think it's going to be Houston. I, I don't think Ohio State's that good. They just got they, they just barely got in. But the game to really watch tonight, obviously besides UCF Duke, and if you're not watching that right now, you do not like college basketball. Um, as well as Buffalo, Texas Tech, a six versus a three. Actually, let's see what's going on there. Right now, Texas Tech is up. 31-25 with just six seconds to go in the first half. And then the game's upcoming. Liberty, who we watched here the other night against Virginia Tech. Yeah, that was Um, another really good game. Big upset. Liberty, uh, I'm sorry, but it's going to end for them tonight, I think. Uh, think. Virginia Tech, uh, under Virginia Tech. Right. Oklahoma, Virginia. Virginia getting that little bit of scare from Gardner-Webb. And Oklahoma is pretty good. They beat a pretty decent old Miss team. Are the Cavaliers a little scared? I think they should be. They definitely should be. I think they definitely should be. Um, especially coming off of last year. We've been talking about last year a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's a, di- a completely different team. Yeah, it's but, not, it's... but you always have that, that stigma around you. Yeah. So just definitely watch that game. I think that's going to be end up being a really good game. No, that'll um, be in within the hour. I think that game will be on. Yeah, 
Ohio State Houston, we said I think Houston's just too too good for Ohio State. Then the last game of Sunday night, UC Irvine and Oregon. Two we didn't have UC Irvine here, but and I didn't have Oregon going there. I did, but we hey. had to flip a coin on it. Hey. I would have had Oregon going, but hey, um, this could be the most intriguing one of the most intriguing games in the first two rounds. Especially because it's a 12 and a 13. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know much about UC Irvine, nor do I know much about Oregon. But uh, I'll I'll tell us the cows come home. Oregon would have been so much better with Bowl Bowl. They would have been a higher seed. They maybe even would have won the Pac-12. Wait, did they win the Pac-12? Look that up for me, please. Oregon? Yes, they did win the Pac-12 because that's that's how they got an automatic bid. Yes, they did win the Pac-12. So the fact that they won the Pac-12, who only had three teams in the whole in the whole tournament, so they're obviously the best team in that conference. I don't know. I feel UC Irvine's definitely got a chance. They beat Kansas State. I know. I mean, you have to give them a chance. UC Irvine's and people were talking up UC Irvine like a lot, and I didn't really think anything of it. I was looking more at St. Mary's and, uh, but. I definitely give UC Irvine a chance. I don't know if they'll win, but I will not be surprised if they do. And they're but not. I, want, I like the Ducks' team, story, though. They're not. UC Irvine's not a team that's used to losing. Oh no! Either. no they're no, no, no. third. Their their record is thirty-one and five. This I know. Season. So you can't. You can't take them out of any game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe they're they're the team that I should have picked to go to the Sweet Sixteen or the the Elite Eight. Instead Maybe. of Murray State? Maybe. But as far as our final four goes, are we still confident in this final four? Duke, Purdue, UNC, Michigan? Um, I'm very, I'm a little concerned about that West region. Gonzaga looks pretty good. Even though they're a one seed and we accept, and we expect them to, always and we expect choke. them to, expect them to croak. They always choke. But Florida State is still my team to watch out for. I know we didn't pick them to advance to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. But I do have Florida State going in the Final Four and a couple yeah. other of my brackets. I would I wouldn't uh count them out. And the Buffalo that. Texas Tech game right especially now is now, huge. Especially now since FSU beat Murray State, they can actually go all the way cuz that's where I had Murray State. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Just no, kidding. Florida State the Seminoles are they have every intangible to be a Final Four team. And this this Duke UCF game, seriously, seriously, if you don't like college basketball, there's something wrong with you. There really has to be something wrong with you. Zion Taco Zion Williamson against my man Taco Fall. This guy is just all like, this he, game. He is a behemoth. This game could be a huge. Zion's at the line. Buster. He's gonna miss the free throw. Oh no! Wow, no, he, he doesn't. Okay. No, he doesn't. There's nine, nine nine and a half minutes left. Everybody, tune in listen, to I, TBS right now because Duke and UCF. I'm are, very are brawling. I'm very into this game this right now game. for for all, for the Knicks purposes. I mean, if they miss out on Zion Williamson, uh, Taco Fall definitely a fallback option. You like that? You like that? You like that? Uh, yeah. But are we feel. Are you feeling okay about our Final Four still? I'm still pretty confident. Three of the four teams are. I mean, all four teams are obviously still in it. I can't. You can't say. You can't use the term lock. 
But I'm very confident in Duke, UNC, and Purdue. Even even if Purdue has to go up against Virginia, huh? Yeah. Yeah, especially I'd be I'll be a lot more confident in Purdue if Oklahoma beats Virginia tonight. Right, that's tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be definitely more confident in Purdue, and I'll feel a lot better about them if Oklahoma beats Virginia tonight. So, seriously, I'm gonna say this again: if you don't like college basketball, you need to you need to get with it. You need to, you should you shouldn't even be listening to this podcast if you're if you don't like college basketball. That's all we talk about in March. March Madness, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Joe's going to do hockey and do his little spiel about that certain other football league. And then we're just going to find some other stuff to talk about. You've been listening to Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. Joey Hockey, take it away. Okay. So yesterday, all three... Tri-State sports teams, the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils. All got the big, fat W. Wonderful. It only means something for one of the teams. Devils, stop winning. You don't <laughs> need to do that anymore. Stop. Um, the Rangers played the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I, and I said it right on here. Mm-hmm. The red-hot Toronto Maple Leafs. Red-hot. Um, well, they took them to overtime, and they ended up winning 2-1 so, in overtime. Heard that in the intro today as well. Had all three of the local hockey teams in the intro today. No goals scored until the third period. Mm-hmm. Pavel Buchnovic scores the Buchnevich. first. Buchnevich. Whatever. You say it wrong every Whatever. time. I'm going to correct you. I'm sorry. I, score, uh, I scored. He you scored. Never scored. No. <laughs> he scored the first goal of the game in the third period. Yeah. Only 19 seconds into the third period, mm. actually. Um, but then about eight minutes later. Zach Hyman scored for Toronto, which obviously forced it to overtime later on. No other goals. <laughs> Whoa! No other on? goals scored in the game, other than Ryan Strom in overtime. That game winner. That One, was kind of a very anticlimactic game winner. It was. It, it it was cool to see them actually win for once. Oh, but yes. <laughs> but other than that. Uh, a few stats. Shots on goal went to Toronto, forty-five to twenty-eight. So Georgiev was a god in goal once again with forty-four Should saves. Should be the starter forever now. Goodbye, Henry. Um, face-off percentage sixty-forty in favor of Toronto. Mm. No power play goals scored. Oh, big three by UCF. Sorry. <laughs> There's a March Madness <laughs> update. <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. Other than that, three stars of the game: Ryan Strom, first star; Alex Georgi- Alexander Georgiev, second star; and then Toronto's Hyman, uh, third star. Moving on to the Devils' win, yeah, finally, or the Devils over, over the Arizona Coyotes, two to one game, another. Another overtime slash shootout game, mm-hmm. but they actually had all their goals scored in the first period. So, you know how much that means to me? Nothing. Absolute zero. These are pointless stats because I know. neither know, the Rangers stat, or they Devils need they need to up that loss column. There they are, but not this. Season. Oh my God! Not UCF sixty four, Duke sixty six. What is happening right now? 
sorry. But <laughs> um, yeah. P- and you know, Blake Coleman kind of went viral last night because of his shootout goal, and he kind of looked like Bobby Orr. Like, stop. We're really reaching now for attention, I think. Well, I think it was it it was circulating circulating around because it went to act, it went to six rounds, which yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, Mackenzie Blackwood was a net, just in case you're keeping score at home. He, I don't really know what he did. Didn't watch the game. I really haven't watched Devils games all year. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Oh, that's a big three. Oh, my gosh. UCF has me hyped here in the studio. Oh, oh my goodness. Five minutes left. Everybody tune in. Yeah. you tune Please. In. Please if, tune if in. If you want to watch a basketball game for the first time in your life, watch UCF Duke right now. And just so everybody knows that. Doesn't watch basketball. Duke is like a god. If you don't even know what basketball is, watch it. Oh, here comes Zion. Oh, boy. Oh, he missed it. Taco, get the rebound. You're seven foot six feet tall. We kept it in bounds. No, I thought he stepped out. Anyway, a few more stats before we continue. (laughs) Um, Shots on goal. The Devils actually led in this column 32 24. Uh, Face offs. Zion for three. Faceoffs went to Coyotes 60-40. Nothing else important here, guys. No, no. Let's move the, on to the, something that's the actually... The Devils just need to just lose every game. Let's just move on to something and that this actually team right matters. Here, this team in on the island needs to start winning every single game. Well, they, like did. they did. The last two games. They did. Two games in a row. One against... Uh, they needed this one against the Flyers. One against the Flyers. Oh, my goodness. UCF has the lead. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute. We timeout Duke. 70 to 68 UCF. I got a text, Scott. Oh my <laughs> god. He's probably so scared right now. I'm sorry if this is a very anticlimactic hockey hockey part, but how can we talk about hockey right now? You can't. Alright, they're going to commercial. Let me finish this up. Alright. Uh so where did I leave off? Islanders won two games in a row. One against the Arizona Coyotes, yeah. one against... I think that this one, the one last night, the was Flyers. the one. The Flyers. Had to beat the Flyers. Yeah. Had to. Division. After dropping the last two against them. Um, the score was 4-2. Uh, Brody Nelson scored. Nick Letty scored. And Josh Bailey actually had two. One of them nice. being... I believe it was an, was an open net. Maybe. Could have been. Still counts, though. Still counts in the record books. It does. Uh, doesn't say on here if it was an open net, but we're going to count that as an open net. My guy, Robin Leonard, play today in that. Robin Leonard, I believe I he did. did. I believe he did. I believe he did. He is what's he. I'm telling you right now. I love Robin Leonard so much that I think he's going to propel the Islanders in the playoffs. Wow. I didn't say, I, think so. I didn't say propel to the Stanley Cup final. He's mm-hmm. just going to, he's just going to, he's going to be that X factor, I think. And Barzell's got to start playing better. Got to start playing better if you want to go far in the playoffs. But Robin Leonard, he saves the Islanders in so many situations. Mm-hmm. He's, besides Georgiev, I, well, you know what? No. He's the best goalie in the area right now. In the area. Okay. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say in the, the area. league. And I was no, like, no, 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 no. No. In <laughs> the area of which the teams we cover. All right. I re- it's respectable. I still, because being a Rangers He has fan, to be goalie number one. Throughout the playoffs, he has to. Okay, win. I see that. People may say, "Oh, well, you know, he's not that good." I mean, come on. He's um, good. he's the real deal. 
Big thing for the Islanders, their upcoming schedule. Oh, you stole my thunder. I was going to read that. Ah, It's fine. Go you read ahead, it. Go ahead. I have other stuff. All right. Because, you know, the hockey guys talk about hockey all the time, you know. Yeah. Hey, well, you don't like to butt in. I like to butt in on your conversations. You never butt in on baseball. No, not baseball, but football. <laughs> the upcoming <laughs> schedule for the Islanders at Columbus, at Winnipeg, at home against Buffalo, at home against Toronto, John Tavares, Blue Birds come back out. Yep. They finished the last two games of the season at Florida, at Washington Capitals. Last game of the season, along with the Toronto Maple Leafs game, mm-hmm. must, must watch hockey. Yeah, especially especially if they're still in the, the first. The Capitals game? That yeah, could be for Capitals, first place. Exactly. They're still, they're actually, right now they're dead tied. There's a dead tie for them. Um, Good Washington, stretch of hockey coming up. Washington is in the lead because they have one less regular uh, regulation overtime uh, regulation loss. But I mean, anything can change. If you win the game against Washington, and the standings are the same, they they win out. They're in good shape. So Islanders, I'm rooting for you. I'm a Rangers fan, but I'm rooting for you because yeah. my teams aren't. I want to see you do good. So it would definitely be cool. Um, their next, you said their next game is Columbus, Columbus, another, Columbus, di- another divisional team and Columbus is fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. So they're out by a point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So big another, game's coming another, for the Islanders. Yeah, another big game for the Islanders and for Columbus Blue Jackets must right, watch hockey right now for, for the, for the Islanders right now it's pop- offensive foul. UCF ball. <laughs> they are elite. Uh, obviously, the commercial break is over. Um, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Something about Robert Leonard. Wasn't I don't it? know. You you yelled and caught me off guard. I don't think I was talking about Robin Leonard. Hmm. I know you like Robin Leonard. Uh, I That's do. I do. Oh, I was saying it's put up or shut up time now for the Islanders. Oh, yes. They got a couple division games they need to take. They have to take Columbus. Um, they have to, t- I mean, I think they should just take the game against Toronto just because it's John Tavares and they just want to, I'd like to stick it to him one more time. Yeah. Panthers, Capitals, two huge games to end the year and on the road too. So it's going to be tough for them. going to be very, very tough for them. Oh, what a block. Oh, Taco. He doesn't jump. Eat it up, Taco. He doesn't jump. 74-70 with two minutes to go. UCF is up by four. All right. We're going to wrap. Oh, wait. I wanted to say something. Okay, go ahead. The Brooklyn Nets. Why are you... We were on hockey. I know. Oh, we're not done with hockey yet? No, we're done with hockey. Okay, but hold on. The Brooklyn... Because <laughs> we were talking about... The Nets. No, we weren't talking about the Nets. No, we're, we're talking ahead. about... We're go talking ahead. about the Nets right now. <laughs> okay. All right. The Nets are going to be remembered for this reason. Well, they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're going to. But they are the team that knocked LeBron out of the playoffs. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is actually kind of big news that we forgot about. Um, there will call. be. Good call. Yeah. yeah. How many seasons has it been? Th- 12, 13? Nine. Nine? I think so. I thought it was in the playoff appearances for LeBron. I think it's nine or ten. Let's, let's do a little fact Research here. that for me. But the Nets will be remembered for the team that knocked LeBron out of the playoffs. They're LeBron just, will be watching great, the playoffs from the television. 
And they also played really well. They had to be, I mean, JaVale McGee had a night against the Nets, but the Nets were able to get it done and they have to have these wins. They have to string these wins together. Now, I think they're even, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no, they're two and three on the road trip. So, like I said, Joe, they got one more game left on the West Coast. If they can win that, they finish this West Coast trip three and three. Then they go to Philly. Maybe they could beat the Sixers. I don't know. Sixers are my team to beat, though, in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. Um, I think the Nets. You, I'm, I'm not going to say they're guaranteed, but the Nets are in it. You were closer with the uh, the playoff streak. It was eight, eight, eight seasons, which is still huge. But how many straight seasons in the finals, though? That's straight seasons. Oh, finals. It's got to be four, at least. Yeah, I think it. What's going on with this call here? I don't know, but let's just say it's a very, very long time since LeBron has missed the playoffs. It's been eight years. Oh, wait, what is? That's a shot clock violation. It is. Did it doesn't hit the rim. That's what they're reviewing. Wait, it may it may have hit the back of the rim. No, I don't. There's a controversial call going right now, and you because it would have spun the other way. No, the ball would have spun the other way. Oh no, it's the backboard. Uh oh, controversy. Duke will get. This is is actually a big call. I think two minutes left. You know, Duke will get their way. They'll get the ball. Hopefully, because they always do. I don't want my bracket to go. I don't if break like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it to break like that, but. Somebody in and I'd be upset for Duke. Our, somebody in our uh, I'd be upset for Scott. Our, not Duke. our standing bracket things on the NCAA. Oh, I would lose. That, I would no, be lost. Somebody actually has Gonzaga going. So really? That that would actually it might work out for that. I have to look at their that would their really bracket. that would really increase their chances. Really increase their chances. I gotta look at the bracket now. Yeah, but LeBron's not gonna be in the playoffs this year. Yeah, how do you feel about? Kinda, how do you feel about that? That's kind of upsetting because, like, he just really? he goes off. He goes off in the playoffs. It's it, it touched the rim. Totally touched game. the rim. I don't. It know. skimmed it. Totally touched the rim. That's a tough call. Look at, it touches the rim. Look at it. It's a, it would have spun the other way. It though. did spin. It spun after it hit the the backboard. Uh, but yeah, how do you feel about LeBron not being in the playoffs this year? Not being like able to saying, see him flash I, in the playoffs. It's kind of upsetting. Yeah, but um, like I don't know. It's just he's such a beast in in the playoffs. It just makes it so much more entertaining to watch. Right, but it's so nice to see. I told you, Duke. Duke has the ball. Two oh nine to go. Seventy four seventy UCF. Oh, I have to sneeze. Um, by the way, that guy that has uh. Gonzaga winning. Mm-hmm. They have Duke and Gonzaga playing oh. in the final four. So UCF. Oh, oh, boy. oh boy. Oh no, you he missed. missed it. He missed the alley-oop. He missed the alley oop. They're gonna choke. They're gonna choke it away. Oh, Don't man, choke it away. No, no, no. Cameron. Oh, oh Cam Reddish with a three. Oh no. Oh my god. Duke. Duke has is 74 73 I, UCF. I don't think I didn't think I was going to say this in this uh oh. in this March Madness, but Duke is making a comeback. Oh. We have to stay on until the end of this game. We have to. Big three! Oh rebound. No. No. oh rebound by Duke. Oh Nick is on the edge of his oh, seat. Oh my god. Oh he drives in, Ow. he drives no, in. Get him. 
No rebound. Big block taco. Eat it up, taco. Ah, but it's a foul. Oh. Foul on taco. What is it? Taco, taco falls. Taco, no. No taco. Bad no. taco. Gotta put some sour cream on that young man. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> oh. Good lord. I love March Madness. <laughs> You better miss these free throws. Oh man! Oh, he missed one. Oh, oh lord! I totally want Duke to win for our bracket's sake, but this would just be something. Oh man, it, it's going to be a huge call though. If Duke what does I tell win you, this, what I tell you about Taco Fall, what Duke, I tell you, if Duke does win this though. That call is going to go down in infamy. You know that. In oh, he missed both of them. Yes. Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy. Liberty's losing too. Oh boy. Oh, who said that? My brother. Oh. My brother just Snapchatted me. If oh, not. under a minute. Under a minute. Oh boy. Oh boy. He's watching the Duke game as well. Don't take silly shots. Don't. Just give it to Taco. Just give it to him. Oh, foul. Oh. Oh, no and one. No UCF and one. CF going to the line for two. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is huge. We can't. We can't. We can't take a break here. We can't. This is huge. We're only at sixteen minutes. We have yeah, plenty we of have time, time here. Oh. So, guys, just in case you forgot, you are listening to Tri-State Sports Bay on Anchor FM. We're just kind of freaking out over this game. Please make these free throws. Yes. Yes. Scott is probably freaking out right now. Just in case you guys forgot about Scott. Scott is still alive. <laughs> he is still here. He's still with us. Still very involved. Mabel both three point game. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, why didn't Troy just take that? Oh, Zion for three? Nope. Oh boy, what are they doing? Whoa! Zion for the three. No rebound. Oh, offensive rebound. Duke's got it back. Oh boy, I think I might have to put the sound on for this. Oh, what did you do? (laughs) Oh boy. All right, sound is on. 19 seconds. 18. Oh, no. Zion to the cup. Oh, fuck. one. Zion makes it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my Taco. Okay, so Taco said he did not want to be on Zion's uh, highlight reel. This will be on his Zion, highlight reel this is if he biggest... makes this shot. Oh, if he no. makes this free throw, this will be on his. I think it will Taco, be on it. Oh my god! I think Taco's up there in fouls too. I don't think he's I, got. I many. believe he is. Oh, oh my god! Zion, oh my god. big free throw here for Zion. Seventy-six, seventy-five. Oh, Fourteen point four to go. Oh, he fouled out. Oh no! Oh, and Taco is out. No, honey, no. Oh my God. Oh. Taco is out. Fouled out. Oh. Zion at the line. Did he make it? Oh, he missed it. Oh, they got the rebound. It's Zion. Oh my God, Duke up by one. No. Ten seconds. This is what madness is. Oh, timeout. Oh, oh my God. Oh. oh, my God. 
Oh no. Oh my god. Tri-State Sportsbeat, you are getting a game wow. here. We don't only we don't only bring news to you. We bring live, live coverage. Oh. Oh man. Duke, what a scare. What a scare. Oh, man. Wow. Whoo, boy. Taco Fall fouls out. What a terrible time to foul out. What a terrible time to foul out. Joe, you uh, you like college basketball? I love college <laughs> basketball. <laughs> this is your real first year really getting into it. Yeah. What like, a time. Yeah. What a time. It's fun. All right. There's Oh, they're putting time back on the clock. 8.1. 8.1 to go. Oh, wow. UCF just needs a two here and they win. Oh, boy. 8.1 on the clock. This is what March is made of, ladies and Jets. Ladies and Jets. Oh, wow. This better, this better go fast. We got 10 minutes left in this segment. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Oh, wow. This is... Oh, man. All right. Duke only, Duke only has one more timeout here. Yep. 8.1. Both teams are in the bonus. Taco. We Taco. Taco not UCF good. needs you not now. Not a here, good boy. foul to take there. Oh, man. 8.1 to go. Big inbound here. All right. Ball inbounded. You don't need a three. Oh! Oh, get in there! No! No way! Duke, Duke survives! Oh, my God. Duke hangs on with oh, Zion. Wow. Zion's incredible play at the rim. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. How did that ball not go <laughs> wow. in? Wow. Wow. That is amazing. How did that second chance that, not go in? That wow. is absolutely amazing. Your final score from Columbia, South Carolina. Duke advances to the my, Sweet 16. <laughs> my brother just uh, texted me. Look, how does this second shot not go in? My brother just texted oh. me. RJ is better and more clutch than Zion. He needs to not. Hot take. I don't know about that. Matt Bruno, come on the podcast and say that. Wow. How did look, Joe? How does this second chance not go in? How does this not go? Oh my Dawkins, God. who had a huge night tonight. I think he had he had 28 points tonight. And Zion wow. is completely fired up. Wow. Unbelievable. Duke advances to the Sweet 16. UCF is out, and they avoid the scare. Wow. Awesome. This is what March is made of, guys. Incredible. Now it's time to take a break. Incredible. Now it's time to take a break. Joe, you remember what you want to talk about? Yeah. It's, going, right. it's going to be short. It's going to be short. All right, guys. We will wow. take a quick break. Very eventful day in March Madness. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I'm sorry, Taco. I'm sorry. Amazing game, though. Amazing, Amazing game. game. All right, guys. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to Tri-State Sports. Be on Anchor FM. We'll be right back. Don't go. 
And we're back on the Tri-State Sports Beat after that amazing wow. March Madness-filled game. And there's still, Duke UCF. there's still more to go. There's absolutely still more. Um, but I wanted to bring attention to something that we don't talk about a lot. There's a reason for that. The AAF. The AF. The AF. I was watching. Joe's definitely an asshole. I actually I was just laying down in bed. I was mm. flipping through the channels. And I believe it was on ESPN. No, no, it was on NFL Network. Uh the Salt Lake Stallions against the San Antonio Commanders. Mm-hmm. It was it was a tight game. It was a nine 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 game, as we know, or as some of us know. There's no field goals or only, not, no field goals, no extra no points, no extra points in that game. There's mm-hmm. only two point conversions, so it was a nine nine game. Um, and. I was watching to it, listening to it, and they were actually playing decent football. There was still a like few mistakes. Football being there played. was actually competent football play, okay. being paid, mm-hmm. played. But the announcers actually said that, and I, and I noticed it before they announced it, but um, the, cr- the crowd looked like it was actually full, and there was actually like a lot of noise being generated from Who was that. the home team? Um, San Antonio. San Antonio. So where do they play their games? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. What um, was the attendance you said? 30,000. Really? 30,000 people for an AAF game. And that's the most they've had? It's not the most they've had. Oh, really? They've been within that range for most weeks. The first week, actually, they had... Um, I don't know what team it was in the first week, but... Um, there was 29,000 in attendance for one of the That crowds. was the first ever game. That was the first week. That was hmm. week one of that. Interesting. But, I mean, it also varies down to 11,000. Hmm. So, you take with it what you want, but it does look like some people do have a huge interest in this. Do we have a San Diego Fleet update? San Diego Fleet. What's their record right now? Are they are they looking too hot? Well, we, we, root, Three for, and four. we root for them, so they're not doing too hot. Three and four. They did lose uh, the other night against the Arizona Hotshots, thirty-two to fifteen. Oh, and we have uh, you have some Memphis Express news, right? Ah, oh, yeah, Memphis Memphis Express. Um, they a few weeks ago they actually signed Johnny Manziel, ex Cleveland Brown, ex Cleveland Brown, ex NFLer, yeah, ex CFLer. <laughs> At this point, I don't think Johnny Manziel will change who he is. That's all I have to say about that. But the Memphis Express signed him. uh, His first, uh, his debut game is looking like it will be next Sunday. This coming Sunday. Memphis Express. Not today, next week. They've, uh, from what I've seen, they've gone through quarterbacks like they change underwear. Yeah. We had Chris Hackenberg, Zach Mettenberger, some other guy, I think, and now Johnny Manziel. So I'm not sold on the league, but hey, it's sports, it's and just, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. something I want to bring into attention. Yeah. All right, who knows? Maybe the playoffs will be, will yeah, get some maybe. attention. I don't maybe. know. We'll find out. All right, guys. To end things off tonight, we will do on this day in sports history. Get a little shout out to our friend Danny Gillardi down in Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast University. Mm-hmm. 
And in this time, we all know what happens with Florida Gulf Coast or what happened on their legendary run. Because this is on this day in sports history. All right, Joe. In 2013, before you even started watching college basketball, yeah, FGCU, they're the Eagles, right? Yes. Defeated San Diego State 81 to 71. Wow. Winning a second game in the men's NCAA tournament. In doing so, they become the first 15 seed ever to reach the Sweet 16. Wow. Their run would come to an end, though. They would lose to Florida in their next game. <sighs> Florida Gulf Coast. So close. So close. Uh, that's that 15 cool. seed. So that's close. Cool. We, we've been to Florida Gulf Coast University before. It's beautiful mm-hmm. down there. Fort Myers. Shout out. Danny Gillardi. Beautiful. Shout out. Oh, happy birthday, Peyton Manning, as well. No, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to the great one, to the sheriff. Joe, I got a little trivia question for you. I think Ooh. we'll end on this one. I don't think you'll know the answer, but we'll, oh, okay. we'll try. <laughs> on this day in 1973, who finished the NBA season by becoming the first player ever to lead the league in both points and assists per game in the same season? I'll give you a hint. It may not help you out that much, but he is a native of New York. Carmelo. I don't know. 1973. Oh, I didn't pay attention to the year. Oh. <laughs> Do you need me to uh, read it to, to you again? No, I don't There's know. no way. There's no know. way you're getting this. No. The name for you to remember. Nate Tiny Archibald. That's his Nate nickname. Tiny, Tiny Archibald. He was not very tall. Never, I've never heard of him, actually. Not very tall. A native New Yorker. Grew what up team in, did he play for? Um... Put me on the spot now. Oh, what do you what do you know about this? I know. Put me on the spot. I oh, I just because I just watched something on him. <laughs> I watched the Sons of the City, the new the players that come from New York City on Amazon Prime. Now I gotta research it. Thanks, Joe. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, and this is actually a good good thing to end on because Sacramento, uh, Kansas, no, Kansas okay. City, the Kansas City Kings and the Boston Celtics. <laughs> So okay. Kansas City, well, now they're the Sacramento Kings, but Kansas City Kings, the formerly Kansas City Kings, and the Boston Celtics. Very nice. He actually, yeah, I do remember this now. Archibald played on those those Celtics teams with Danny Ainge, Kevin McHale, and Larry Bird. Won NBA championships. Robert Parrish won some NBA titles there in, in the 70s. So that's on this day in sports history. A little trivia for you. Yeah. Just to take home. Which is actually pretty cool because me and Nick actually talked about something, what was it, yesterday or two days ago? Yesterday. Um, we're going to start adding a new segment. Yes. Into every month into the end of the month mm-hmm. episodes. So our first one actually might be next weekend. Yes. On Friday, we're going to start. Well, well we haven't actually come up with a name. No, of it. not yet. Um, we're, we're debating. If you have any ideas, message us on here or on Twitter. We want to know. It's going to be a speed round of trivia between mm-hmm. Nick and I yes. and we're going to keep tallies any question any sports related yes. question so, could be any sport could be women's volleyball rugby uh-huh so if you guys something. want you could send us questions yes and we'll go on to our feed while we're on here we won't peek no nope. promise no nope, promise we won't research promise um and we're gonna keep score and we're going to keep score so if cool. you guys want, you can send us the questions. We'll answer the questions mm-hmm. live on here. I can't wait to um, give you hard questions that you don't. Uh, well, don't worry. To. You'll get hard questions too. Mm-hmm. You'll get hard I questions. May sh- I may shock you a little bit. 
Oh yeah, may shock you. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. We'll see. We'll definitely see what happens. You better memorize that book because oh, I have the same book at home. Oh, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, oh, do you? I do. A little bit of a little bit of trickiness so, there from Joe. So a little competitive spirits here. Yeah, but gotta have a competitive spirits on a sports show, no? <laughs> gotta. But for us today, that's all. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our live coverage of the UFC, uh, UCF, UFC, UCF, <laughs> UCF Duke game, Duke game. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoyed your your Sunday night, and unfortunately tomorrow's Monday. But yeah, well, enjoy your week. It's, the, it's we'll a new it's a new week to grind. Yeah, it's a new week to grind, right, guys? Thank you so much for listening. We support all of our listeners. We love all of you, especially from Mountain View, California. Yeah, like for Love you guys over there. We want to get that. We want to get this podcast rolling. We want to get you guys in New York. New York, what are you doing? You got to start listening. Pennsylvania, yeah. what are we doing? You got to listen. Jersey, come on. Oh, Jersey, come on. We're, well, I mean, we're here in Jersey. People, our friends listen to us. So yeah. We're pretty popular in New Jersey because we live here. But New York, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Seattle, come on. Let's get it up there. Why, oh, Wyoming, where you at? Come on, come man. On, come on now. Wyoming, get with it. All right, guys, that's it for us. You've been listening to Tri-State Sports Be on Anchor FM. Of course, stay tuned for all extra content. Follow us on Twitter and all that fun stuff. Joe, as always, thank you. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right, guys, that's it for us. You've been listening to Tri-State Sports Be on Anchor FM. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. If you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at Tri-State underscore Beat. Also, if you want to make an appearance on the show, send us a message on the Anchor app. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York Start spreading the news